You're listening to The Perth Property Show, Australia's only weekly property podcast by West Australian experts for West Australian listeners. Catch your latest episode every Monday at 7am. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Perth Property Show. My name's Trent Fleskins, your host. As always, this week, we are talking prop tech with the general manager of Prop Tech Hub WA, Cullum Ash Ashton. He is in the room today. Ash, thanks for coming in, mate. Thank you for having me. It's fantastic to finally get a chat with you. I think it's been a long time coming because we've all as an industry been watching some really cool West Australian, especially based prop tech businesses start to get off the ground in certain ways, some more successful than others, obviously, and a lot of cool stories that you see on business, great to see. business news. Yeah, Absolutely. And I thought today would be a good opportunity to sit back a little bit, chill out after the last couple of weeks of the Medium Density Code and the Aboriginal <laughs> Cultural Heritage Act being pushed back and or repealed and have a bit of a fun chat about the cool things we're doing in Western Australia and maybe pat some people on the back in WA who are having a crack and hopefully some of these services if they aren't already, will become national, international services that we can be really proud of. Sounds like a good idea. In June, we declared that within 365 days, Perth will be the prop tech capital of Australia. That's a big call. It's a big call. We're getting there. There is some feisty competition over East, but I think we can hold our own on this one. And I think next year in June, we'll be able to do it at our awards and champion ceremony. So let's give it a crack, eh? Ash, let's talk a little bit about the hub first and just the practicalities of being a member, why you would become a member. Is it possible? Is it a very tight-knit club? Is it something where anyone can be a member and in different levels? Let me yeah, hand well, the it- mic over to you and talk <laughs> a little bit about maybe how you started, when yeah. it started, why it started, and then what the benefits to other members in the from so it's not a secret club it's very open it's not private we love everyone that's in the property and construction space the innovators we give them a go give them a platform to connect to industry and for industry they can pull in this innovation and get some competitive advantage so we've been going for a few years now and it came out of west tech fest which is wa's largest tech conference i've never been to this oh Mate, you got to go. This year, it starts on the 4th of December, goes to the 9th of December. Uh, the state government gave them half a million dollars to put on a great conference. Which and this is not just property at this festival, is it? No, it's yeah. all tech. Yeah. So all the different tech sectors you can think of, marine, space, agriculture. And you're just propped up next to Charlie Gunningham <laughs> with the ideas man who's been on the podcast maybe funny? a couple of years ago. Charlie almost comes into every conversation. Hey? Yeah. He's doing great work in the state government now in the innovation department and trying to get innovators as much money and help and support as he possibly can. So he's tapped you on the shoulder and said, Ash, come on, it's time for you to well, step up. It's quite funny. So we're sitting next to each other at West Tech Fest and I had this napkin idea where, you know, I love HIA, Rewa, UDIA, Property Council, where you, you dress up in a suit and, and, you know, all that sort of bits and bobs. But I thought, wouldn't it be cool if there was a place where, you know, people could go in shorts and a shirt with a backpack and create cool ideas and work together? And it just seemed in WA that was missing. So I was sort of this napkin idea of who would be in this place, be the innovators that will work together and then it would be some industry that come in and can pull in these ideas 
and I was sharing it with our table and Charlie was next to me and he said, you should talk to Jeff who's on the stage talking about raising money. And Jeff Leach from JJ Leach Group, they own a few buildings around the city. So I thought, okay, well, maybe I should see Jeff. So the next- Probably some empty floors in the city at that point in time as well. I thought I'd check it out. Let's see, right? So the next morning I email this, you know, inquiries at JJ Leach Group or whatever it is, thinking I'm never going to get a response. Yeah, the junk mail. Yeah. And the next day, Jeff's PA calls me, and I don't actually know who's on the the phone. And I was at Rotto because it was at West Tech Fest, and you finish at Rotto, and the music was going, and it was really loud. And she said, you know, do you want to do like a a pitch deck to what you'd... And I said, sorry, love, I I don't have time. You know, just (laughs) send me an invite, and I'll come along. (laughs) (laughs) And then it kind of clicked as in, oh... JJ Leach Group. Oh, yeah, this idea. Oh, probably should have put some more effort into that. Bugger. But I put these four pages together and I saw Jeff and his son Christian, who now leads JJ Leach Group. And we were talking and talking and talking. And by the end of the meeting, I think we knew that we wanted to do it. So the next day, Christian showed me a few different buildings and some options and things like that. And we came across 110 William Street. And it was all set up. Level two, had all the office desks. So it's Westpac building. Where Westpac was, opposite underground, it's that building on that corner. So really good location. If the innovators don't drive, they can get a train, walk in, off they go. We shook hands just before Christmas and we said, yep, let's give it a go. You can quote me on this. I said, I don't know if we can do it, but let's give it a go. So then January 14, the year after... I bribed people to come with pizza and beer. There was 14 sort of innovators, industry, eight signed up. And I said, okay, that's good enough. Let's have a crack. What was that first membership offering in the first? I mean, obviously, two, most of these people had their own offices in the first place. I, I would so have thought. you could have a full time desk for five hundred bucks for yeah. six months, right? Which is pretty good. Or you could just be casual for two fifty. And I said, we'll probably put some events together and we'll figure out what the benefits are going to be. But if you like the idea, sign up. They said, okay, well, at least it's all on the table. You're being pretty honest. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really know what we're going to get, but we'll pay. <laughs> Un- unlike most uh, startup fintechs where there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. It's pretty blood. I thought it would be this great place where everyone would come every day and we would think about ideas and we would build them together and everyone would sit by side. And after the first couple of weeks of being open, no one was really coming in. And I thought, okay, well, this isn't going to work. Yeah. So I thought, well, let's put an event together because if I put food and drinks on, people come. So we did this showcase and we had Sandra Brewer come and officially open it. We had over 100 people come. We had about half a dozen innovators on the stage sharing what they're all about. And I got to the point that we got to get our innovators on the stage sharing what they're about to a room full of people or to an audience of some sort and make those connections happen. And since then, um, that's just what we're about. It's not just one office now, is it? No. So from there, we did a great deal with Liberty. Liberty is now a major sponsor. They have several locations around the city and Joondalup and Opening Moor. Our members can actually go into all of those offices and utilise the space, as well as we have 17 offices all now around the metro and regional WA. So most people listening here would go, look, PropTech sounds really cool. Yep. I think I've really I've heard of a couple of these companies, which we'll talk about in, in a minute anyway. But I'm a real estate agent. I'm a developer. I don't have abilities to write code or I don't have totally. an idea about creating a new app. But I want to I help. I want to be a part of it. I'd like to be involved. Can I be a member? Yeah, absolutely. So 
They absolutely can, and they can see all of our innovators on our homepage. We put them there. They can scroll through, and maybe there's some that they don't want to go to the website and fill in a form. So they want to come to us and then say, look, let's sign up with you guys and then introduce me to all these people because we want to pull them into our industry, in our company, and get some competitive advantage. I'm sure there's a membership fee. You've got a couple of different levels of membership. It is. So it's 888 bucks a year, and then you're basically involved. And the reason why we do 888 is infinity. So Perth being number one, these guys lasting forever, building something special, and that's what it's all about. I love it. So let's have a chat, I reckon, about some of the businesses that are members and clearly starting to lead the way when i scroll down the list Mm. i see a number of businesses that i recognize straight away some of which i use here at strategic right so and many i've seen around the traps so we can run through the list quickly and then we'll go into detail a little bit more realty assist open negotiation real-time conveyancer vault re your asset report scan tech Archistar has been around the traps a bit. You think, you hang drew, on a sec. Procurecon, you drew, like, yep. You know, there's some exciting ones. I've on seen there. Stash a little bit coming yes, through now Stash, as well. Absolutely. Uh, yep. Percy, Rent Finder Inspector, yep. different levels of success here, obviously. Pexa, obviously, massive. Big billion dollar company. And you've clearly got some members here that have been around a lot longer than the hub, like Domain and CoreLogic. It's great to have their support too. It is. Uh, Look, the list keeps going on. Property Tribune, obviously we've had that on the podcast too. Yes. Tell us about some of these better success stories you've seen so far. Well, you mentioned Realty Assist, one of the first ones. I think that's a great success story. What does it do for everyone listening if you haven't used it? So the great concept I like to share is say there's some owners out there that don't have too much in the bank but they want to renovate their house for sale they can go to realty assist get 20 30 grand spruce up the place and then sell the property and then realty assist get their money back at settlement and the homeowners would probably get a bit more from the sale price because they've been able to do it up so it's like a lending facility that's tied to the house and you pay it back on settlement exactly sounds very simple why haven't other people been doing that so simple such a great idea their growth in the last four years has been absolutely enormous look as a settlement agency here at strategic settlements we see it much more prevalent these days especially the last 12 months a lot more of our clients have that line item of oh make sure we pay realty assist back at the end of the day a couple of years ago not so much now we're seeing it a lot well if you think about there's a lot of three by ones out there Mm. and they need some reno work and the market's so hot at the moment all they could do is just fix it up you know, a bit of paint, bit yeah. of this, bit New of carpets. that. Probably get an extra 50 grand, yeah. you know? There's a lot so. of people out there, I think, who are uh, asset rich or getting asset rich every day in the market, but maybe a little bit cash poor. Yeah. They want to sell, they want to be able to move on with their life. Yeah. But unfortunately, they look at and go, oh, geez, I just can't afford right now to do that render to get it on the market. And, yeah. and I wouldn't want to sell it without renovating it. It'd be, it'd be underselling the property. That's a real opportunity for everyone listening. Realty Assist, yep. have a look. You mentioned you Udru- good. Yeah, Udru is a great one as well. Council approval, you can play around with it. You can do a shed or pool or do an extension in the backyard, see how it's going to look, put all the bits and bobs. The so notes, you draw it yourself, it essentially. Yeah, so you're either your consultant or your person. So if you're an individual, you can do it. If you're a consultant in the property game, you can use it. Even if you're a supplier, asphalt, want to do a driveway, you can use the certain, you can do square meters. So the way I'm, I'm picturing this, and I've seen a couple of the demos myself, is that uh, you think about Photoshop and then you think about Canva. Yeah. You go, well, Canva yeah. made Photoshop accessible to the mum and dad lay person every day who just don't have those skills, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that what Udrew is doing for CAD? You can totally do that. It's a really simple approach for people out there. They can download it and then the boom, 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 
off they go. And then they can even take it around so they can print out their Yuju report and actually show it around to the suppliers or the shops that they want to do. Maybe they're not great at expressing what they want or trying to visualise it or if they do bring a piece of paper and a pen and they try and draw it, the other person's looking blank at them. Mm. <laughs> if they do this, it simplifies it a lot. Procurecon's another good one. One of our prop techs that are in that procurement space, they've got some really big clients at the moment and then what they do is they've got this fantastic tendering platform. So there's a big multi-res project and then all these people can go for it and whoever's assessing the procurement manager or assistant can assess all of these things on an easy-to-use platform. And it was designed by Andy and Kung, two guys that have spent their entire life in the procurement game, had to print all this stuff out and had paperwork all on the desk, and they've designed a platform that they wanted to use, and it's yeah, it's getting some, some big success. It's we great. know Rewa likes to invest in a couple of these companies as well. Rewa, big, big bank account. Yes. Got a lot of money behind them these and days. No debt. No so debt. Well no, you just look at that and you go, Jesus, that's a, that's a lot of money sitting behind that industry. Great association. Obviously managed so well by Neville Potsy over a long time to get yes. to that position. And they have sponsored a couple of these these companies as investors, right? You were talking to me offline yep. about this shark tank that yes. you guys did. <laughs> Tell us about that and who ended up getting a bit of a win out of that. Yeah, so last year, it was about August, we had five giants, so we call them the Perth Giants. So if you've ever watched Shark Tank Dragon's Den, it's the same sort of format, but the also the audience was full of investors and it was like an auction where the investors could get involved. So we had eight different innovators pitch their ideas. iTrack, who is a partner with Rewa, led by Justin Davies. He's a real estate agent out in Cottesloe. Yep, half a million on the day and they got a commitment from Sandy Angie and Ivan Bennett. The other Perth Giants were Lee Piano, Gavin Hegney, and Imran Mahudan. So let's talk about iTrack for a second. We yes. were talking off air. It's, it sounds like a bit of a Instagram-style version of yes. your realestate.com. Absolutely. So it's kind of that hip, cool social app where if you like some interests, some properties, you're searching the five by threes, for example, and you're following them around, then in your feed, you'll just get the five by threes that pop up. Or if you're looking for specific commercial property and you follow those ones, then when new things come up, they'll, they'll pop up and you're, and you're sort of notified straight away. And it just looks clean. It looks cool. There's some of the other platforms that you sort of get that red notification or whatever, and then you go link through and it's kind of a bit... You know, it's not as sexy, but what iTrack does, they, they make it really sexy. There's so many more companies on this list we could keep running. You know, I want to talk about, you know, we use Scantech every day, yes, right? And, ID and verification. Pe- people, I think since COVID, have become very comfortable with ID verification as the norm. No one used QR codes before COVID. Yeah, now everyone's true. used to it if we have to. Yep. And the same thing with ID verification. Before COVID, every single one of our clients had to come in, in the settlements team, for example, and we had to sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. And it's nice to meet people, but obviously the efficiency goes out the window. Scantech essentially sends that ID verification straight to the client via an app. They fill themselves in, take a couple of silly photos of themselves, yeah. send through the passport, the, the ID, and it's all done yeah. offline. And, and none of that worry about um, hard copies getting lost or uh, who's, who's keeping them and all that. It's exactly. all put into a secure network, right? A company like Scantech has really changed the game in settlements. And they're you know, a reputable company. They, you know, That's what you do when you want to go into a nightclub you put your driver's license in so they got that big market share in the nightlife they've been around for a long time 
Um, and is that, that where it started? That's where it started. <laughs> Imagine. And big market share, 80% of yep. nightlife market. And then they thought, well, let's get into property and do IT verification at settlements. And Very um, smart. They, they hired uh, Zoe, um, the business development manager. Yeah, used to be a settlement around. agent. Exactly. And Zoe's absolutely fantastic and signs a lot of people up. It's great because the, the people that sign up get some real value out of it. And I think the people that get the most value out of it is the ones that are doing their ID verification because they can do it on the couch or wherever they want to do it. Um, they well, what's the alternative, Ash? It's going into Australia Post and paying double the money to line up at Australia Post and get them to take a, a look at you. People are just too busy these days. And the expectation is is that you should just be able to do it on an app or on your phone. Less human contact, the better, which perhaps is a sad thing for society, but it's just the way it is, you know. Open negotiation. That's another one that has been rocking Perth yes. for, I'd say, four years, it feels like. Did a big public offering, rang the bell. A really good thing that what can be achieved here in Perth. And just that concept where you can buy a property without even having to see it. Just go on an app, put a price you want to pay for it. And then if you get the price, you win it. It's a really simple concept. Yeah, it feels like eBay for properties. And yeah. there's been a yeah. few copycats since then. But I think Open yeah. Negotiation has been leading the way for a while. And look, that's a West Australian company, isn't it? West Australian company. Their competitor, Rezo, is also a member of PropTech Hub. They're based over east. They're both doing great things for Australia. Open's now gone into the Canadian market and has a focus on North America. I hear that they're doing some great things there. They've got a, a partnership with the Canada-like REWA, so the Realtors Association in Canada. And with their support, they can get those listings and then people in Canada can be buying properties from their phone and Open can make its money and do well and be a great Perth success story. How exciting. Let's talk about the future of the PropTech Hub WA. You told me off air that you've got the next three years day by day planned out. (laughs) Where's it going? Where do you hope for this place to be? You obviously said you want us to be the PropTech capital of Australia. How do you get there? So it's, it's really interesting. So we need an international approach, a national approach and a local approach. So we need to be seen overseas. So we've got a cohort going to Las Vegas next month, going to be in the biggest North American prop tech conference, which is Blueprint. We plan on going to Singapore, London and Nigeria on a rotation. Nigeria, some people say, why there? Well, that's actually the gateway into Africa and it's the largest population in Africa. They have a prop tech association there that we've been chatting with and open dialogue and we can take some of our prop techs over there. Also in October, we've got another cohort going to Sydney for a future real estate conference and we'll do more things around the nation where we bring our Perth prop techs over there and then open those to those national and international markets. Because the big thing is trade, right? If we have some businesses that are here in Perth, the local market adopts it, they're going to need to grow because it's too small here in Perth. So they need those sales nationally and internationally to become really successful. They get those sales and they bring those sales back into Perth. It employs Perth people and it creates better products and services for our Perth and WA businesses, which makes us one of the most competitive places that I think will be here in Australia. So our industry can then scale as they want to as well. Ash, it sounds like an expensive roadshow. It sounds like you need a few more members. Yes, anyone listening, you're welcome to sign up. And, you know, there's always the sponsor stuff. If someone wants to get involved and really get behind it, that's the people that we want. You know, they see the vision that, yes, innovation's important. Yes, we want to pull this in. We want to be their first client or their, their small clients or we're an innovator. And, yes, we want to 
get into industry and have a crack and be a part of the community. You know, they're the people that we want to be involved. So before we go, let's talk about December's event coming up. It's three months away. Yes. So we're doing this Perth Giants again, another Shark Tank. And this time we're actually going to host it down in Mandra, the Mandra Boating, Fishing and Sailing Club. It's going to be fantastic. There's going to be auditions. We're opening it up to anyone that wants to audition, trying to raise some capital. The Giants are going to arrive by super yacht. (laughs) We're going to have local produce and we're going to see if we can beat 540 grand. And that'll be on December the 5th. It's a Tuesday in the afternoon. And absolutely, we welcome everyone to, to come along and so check that out. it's still open for sign-ups. Anyone who wants to get involved, who's got a great idea, pitch it to the Giants of to, 2023. To the, exactly, yep. Cullum Ash Ashton, PropTech Hub WA GM. Thank you so much for coming in, mate. It's been a fun episode talking about some of the more positive things we're doing in Western Australia. And hopefully we can look back in a few years and go, geez, wasn't it exciting back then? And look what we're doing now. Isn't it amazing? You know, this could happen. We could be a real innovation leader. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Um, It's been an absolute honour being here. So thank you very much. Cheers, Ash. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Perth Property Show. If you've only just joined the conversation, you can catch up by heading over to our website, perthpropertyshow.com.au, subscribing to the podcast or joining our Facebook page. Don't forget to tune in next Monday at 7am for more expert insights, local analysis and suburb spotlights. Happy hunting!